Welcome to The Blend. Good evening, good people. Welcome to another episode of The Blend Podcast with Key and Pete. Uh, I've missed miss my Pete this last uh, couple of weeks. Last week he was traveling on his, on his guys trip, but hey, we gotta have those. Um, and uh, right now he's probably somewhere frying some good turkeys for tomorrow, but he'll be back with us next week. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Uh, you know, we continue our discussions with yet another gem in the community as we keep the love going for local businesses throughout the nation. On today's episode, we actually take a stop uh, to Houston and uh, we'll be on the line to chop it up with one of the best kept secrets in security services with Kingdom Protective Services, protection with integrity. You have uh, an event coming up, whether it's in H-Town or the Metroplex, you want the best protecting that venue. You have private events, need a bodyguard, festivals, concerts, coverage, or dignitary detail, you name it, they got you. So tune in, kick back, this is going to be a good one. We're going to keep this thing rolling, supporting our local businesses. Let's get it. Kingdom Protective Services out of Houston, uh, where we have the owners, Jessica and Jason Hardy, were over 26 years of combined experience in security services basically can meet all of your needs. Welcome, fam, and thank you for uh, for being on The Blend. Well, thank you for having me. I am very much honored to be here. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, hey, you know, the listeners know who you who you all are from our intro. They heard a little bit about you, but we're looking forward to hearing your story and what basically led to your discovery uh, of wanting to kind of go into this business. Clearly, you've been doing it for a while. So tell us a little bit about the journey, right? You know, what was that process like for you all leading up to you having your own business now? Well, for one, we worked for a lot of companies. We did a great job. And they and in this business, what you deal with is people who are trying to get good workers, good labor, but they treat you so poorly sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we thought about it. We was like, man, listen, we worked really hard. We were doing 16, 17-hour shifts a day. I was like, man, I'm getting them all of this business, and everything's going great for them. But I started thinking I worked twice as hard. Mm. And they're the ones who are profiting. Okay. So I decided that, well, I think it's time for a change. I said, listen, you know, in this life, uh, you have two directions you can take. You're either going to be a worker or you're either going to be a boss. Right. You have to decide for yourself what, what if, if it's in you to do what it is. If you're talented at what you do and you're good at what you do, I always encourage people to take that journey. Start your own business. Be your own boss. You know, right. get your uh, time out and put some effort into it and, and do something that'll build a future for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. That's what's up. That's what's up. So what, you know, kind of walk us through, you know, what that was like on the front end, you know, did you, I, I kind of had a discussion uh, on the last podcast with a phenomenal uh-huh. photographer out of Kansas city, Missouri. And we talked about one of the challenges, you know, people have when they step out on there and it sounds like you did exactly what she did. And now I call it work while you working. Right. 
I mean, you build your right. network while you, you know, you stack your own capital from your personal funds, however you got to build that thing. But one of the things that we were talking about was a challenge of people who are trying to step out there, do their own thing. Um, but the hardest part is getting that capital, you know, finding those funds to, you know, um, I guess generate yeah, traffic, generate Ooh. business. Talk about that a little bit in, in that security space. We have listeners from all walks of life, all, all ages and people, you know, quite honestly, I think people are turning to that mindset where they're like, man, I've been making this person money all this time. And this is something right. I'm passionate about doing that same growth mindset. And then they hit that brick wall right there. How did, what are those challenges like in, in the uh, security services industry? Well, in the security services business, what you're going to run into is a lot of, you see the profits and you see the money and you see the clientele in this building. But what discourages you is like, well, how am I ever going to get them? you know, the capital to do such. And mm-hmm. I have an old saying that uh, we used to uh, talk about, uh, me and my dad, as you know. Yeah, Uncle Doc, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love him to pieces. Yes, yes. But we used to always say that what you do is you build connections. We used to, I worked security for people, but what I would do is when I learned who was paying, who was over payroll, who was mm-hmm. taking care of the staffing, mm-hmm. I would, you know, get with them and, learn from them and pick up a little bit. So if you're in a, a field that you're working for someone, the best thing that you can do is gather the knowledge of the business gradually. Right. Uh, make a few friends on the way that's open to, you know, give you a little advice. As far as the financial side of things goes, I would recommend um, the, uh, funding your, if you want to fund your dreams, mm-hmm. you need to uh, save, you need to save and invest. You can, it's all kinds of business grants available. It's all types of personal grants. There are even sources where you can you can deal with people directly that believe in your dreams and vision, and they can help you uh, finance it. Especially if you show them that you have the knowledge, the drive. You just have to be uh, you just have to be hardworking and diligent, and you keep looking for what you what you're chasing. You'll find a way to do it. You'll okay. find a way to connect. You just I just want people to understand to stay encouraged. And, Keep going after your dream, but it takes effort. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's you <laughs> it got to work while you got to work while working. I tell folks, hey, looking for a job is a full time job. What you think having a business is going to be? <laughs> I don't listen. I don't listen, man. I don't sleep. I barely <laughs> listen. I maybe I look good. I be looking good and everything, and I just you know the nice pictures on social media. But after them pitches, I take a breath. Like, woo, I'm on yeah, my 18 man. hour idea. Yeah, man. That's... But you know what? I'd rather be tired building my empire than be tired building somebody else's. Man, that's, that is what's up, like truly. So what what types of events have you all serviced over the years? Um, you know, I, I always, I, I love coming to Houston. Absolutely love. And it feels like, for me, when I first moved to Texas, right, I always felt uh-huh. like Houston was this business mecca, especially if you were black. You know, I, I knew about Absolutely. the Atlantas. I knew about, you know, them calling Atlanta the black mecca. But I actually saw that in, in, in Houston on a number of fronts, on political fronts, on, you know, uh-huh. the, the music industry and just the service industry in general. I always felt like Houston showed love to people trying to climb out of, of situations or, or go out and do their own things. Talk a little bit about the commerce environment that you're in, but then, um, you know, how that spins into the various types of events that you, you know, that you could service. Well, see, Houston is an underrated city, but it's a, it's, a, it's a giant opportunities here. Oh, yeah. Uh, what we do normally now with security, and I, and I feel 
I've worked more than just security. I have a little background mm-hmm. with all types of protective services. And the thing is, protection and security runs hand in hand. But in Houston, there's always so many events. Right. Uh, we, we have done concerts. We even recently did uh, We re- recently did uh, security for uh, a Texan. We're not able to uh, name him, unfortunately. Right, right. No problem. <laughs> no problem. I got you. But one of the uh, uh, Texan football players hired us we had no idea what we was walking into. Word of mouth is, is powerful, too. Yeah, man. And uh, we did a lot of uh, festivals. We've done a lot of private bodyguard. We do bodyguard work as well. Escorting. I mean, we had a guy that wanted us to follow him around from room to room. He was just that afraid. Oh, man. <laughs> we we have had, but he was a very wealthy man. So right. he made it worth our while. We have experienced a lot. Houston is a huge melting pot of opportunity. Man. I'm telling you, a lot of people uh, don't know that, especially if they they hear about it. But you know, we're known for the H town hold it down thing. But you know, it's some yeah, business so we need to hold down some business and come together and connect and uh, help each other out so we can build. Exactly. That's my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so clearly, you you've seen a lot in this in this business. What's what's the what's been the craziest? wild thing we're gonna veer off of the business side we're gonna jump right back into it but i'm curious now that you kind of you know detail that a little bit what's been the craziest wildest thing you've encountered in this business <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's too many to listen, man i can't tell you i can i can i'm gonna i'm gonna pick one of them okay i would have to say the, the wildest um the wildest event I've ever had to do um, was a masquerade party. Oh, man. Well, and, like some Vanilla and... Sky type stuff? Yeah. Oh, listen, man. They were, <laughs> listen, they were in there, they were in there <laughs> doing their thing. My job was to pay attention. But it's just like, <laughs> listen, man. It's just like if you love sugar and you're in the bakery. Oh, it's okay. It's kind of hard to keep your mind, keep your, keep your focus. <laughs> right, right, right. I follow you. But we're very professional, so we, we made sure that... Um, <laughs> we made sure that they were secure and doing what they were doing, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But of course, I, you know, I would not expect um, anything less. You, you know, the the name of the company is Kingdom Protective Services. We're gonna jump into right. that, but I know you all handled it with the utmost grace and wit because that's what sets you apart. You know, there there's so many different. Um, other services that people could use. What sets you guys apart? Number one, for me, right off top is the name. How did you come up with that name and what do you all feel like set you apart from this industry? Well, with Kingdom Protected, we wanted something strong that was kind of stern, mm-hmm. kind of a firm name that lets people know you mean business. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, there was other companies. Unfortunately, there were similar companies with the with the name, uh, mm-hmm. where they changed a couple words within it, but and people remembered those companies and thought that, uh oh, they go the same type of stuff with these people, you know. And then, you know, we had clients and people that found out, uh, well, they were like, well, we've heard of you guys, but we don't like what we've heard about you. Oh, man. So I asked them, you know, who, who, I was like, well, who, who's, um, who's spoken to you concerning Kingdom Art? That was all we looked it up. It's the same as the other businesses. I said, no, right. that's not how we do business. Right. But once they get a hold of us, we we got our 11 five-star raiders across the board. We had all of these people calling us. They said, Kingdom are professional. They handle their business. They're knowledgeable. Yes. They, you know, they, they uh, care about their clients. And that's what has to set you aside when you're in the business. You know, just like Burger King and McDonald's and all these other chains, you know, what sets them aside 
buy is the way that they, the way people feel about the product they're serving. Exactly. So exactly, just give just give quality service. I think. Yeah. You know, that's that's going to set you aside from all of the rest. That'll yep. speak for itself. Exactly. <laughs> that's funny. When we were kicking this off, um, you know, at the beginning of of November. <clears throat> Pete right. and myself, we that's one thing we talked about is, you know, he has his, you know, his company, a janitorial service. And, you know, yes, there's a lot out there. Um, but what right. sets him apart is that transparency, that that service, you know what I mean? And, and it makes all the difference in the world, um, the experience. So to the listeners out there, you all thinking about diving in, doing, you know, doing what you love, doing what you're passionate about. And you currently are working while you're working to get out there and do that thing. Just remember that, you know, authenticity matters. Um, it's, it's the person behind the uniform, the person behind the product or the person behind the service that drives the revenue in everything that you do. Um, and I know with protective services, that kind of takes me to another point. It's all about a uh-huh. good team, all about a oh, good team. Yes. Uh, and I'm yeah. in HR, so I know that that is probably, if, if you had to ask a business owner, what is the one thing that keeps them up at night? It would say, it would probably be, I just want to make sure I find the right people to service this account or service this yeah. contract and actually show up and show out and do the level of service that our brand is standing for. Would you find that that is also the case within security services? And security services, I was going to say that about 10% is physical mm-hmm. and 90% is the right team having the right people show up. Because these people, you only get one opportunity to impress these clients right. or make them at least feel like they, they're getting quality work. And having a great team is essential. That is the most vital part of your business. Without that, you you know, you're one person. You know, I have a lot of experience, but I can't be everywhere at once. And right. I rely on good people to represent me and represent the kingdom brand and name uh, correctly. Right, right, <laughs> we, right. And if you run into it, now you go, now dealing with security, you're going to run into people that, you know, they are good at what they do, but they really don't care about their work. Right, <laughs> right. So General the, labor the, the type situations. Thing that happens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you end up, you end up dealing, having to, you, you end up having to, to get it, you know, face to face person. I've had to deal with, I've had to take people off the post. I've had to forcibly remove, remove people. I've had all kinds of issues. You, you, this is. It can be a very uh, interesting field, mm-hmm. especially when you travel, dealing with different types of people, types of attitudes, types of upbringing, and moral aptitude. I mean, you deal with all types of, of people. And you have to have a lot of patience because you got to weed through. Oh yeah. To get your best best crop, and that's how this works with security, definitely. Man, man, I, I I can understand that. I think it's um it and, and and it says a lot when you have someone that's with you for a long time as well. Um, mm-hmm. and on that, we're gonna kind of continue the discussion, kind of lead into the influences that you bring into, and sometimes you gotta move out of of your company. You know what I mean? So when we come back, right. we'll cover that and um and and get some more nuggets in for the listeners. So with regards to, you know, what helped you, um, we talk about building a strong team. A lot of times uh, I coach people in business operations, aside from the HR part, right? I always talk about what it's, you know, what it means to actually bring in um, a, a feeling or a mindset of, of legacy 
in all that you do. And, and a lot of times for entrepreneurs and creatives, that stems from someone that has actually, you know, influenced you. So with that, and, and that, that influence just permeates to the team that you build, how you handle your business, um, you know, and how you handle it with grace and tact and all those things that usually comes from really wanting to maintain a certain level of integrity. And you touched on this earlier. Uh, do you feel that there were certain things that strongly helped you, you know, cultivate the direction you took to elevate and leverage what you, you know, what you love to do and what you're talented in towards this business? And, and who were some of those key influencers in that headspace for you uh, to step out there? I have had so many people for that have had more experience in the field than me. And, you know, it was a mixture between law enforcement and security. Okay. And one thing that I've learned about that is certain people have influenced me to work hard to work is something I've always admired. How I was raised, my dad was really big on um, working and striving to do your best. And I learned as I was growing as a young man, growing up and, you know, learning how to do security properly, you know, doing all of these little events and clubs and different things. It's probably something that's probably uh, that when you do something, my daddy's always say when you do something, right. Right, right. right. If you're going to do it, you know, you put that effort into it. I mean, there are several men along the way. He's one of them because of his work ethic. And he did security for a while. He was a, a security manager at one point. He taught me a lot about how the business goes, even though, I was hoping he would get a chance to see all this because we always talk about no, he, he it. But watching. I know he's probably he watching. <laughs> right. He rocking here now. You know, he he like he used to always tell me, "Well done, brother." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I miss him, but he was one of the uh, he, my dad was one of the biggest influences of hard work. The guys used to operate so professionally. They used and they used to land all of these big contracts, and I used to be excited because I was excited about the workouts. But what motivated me is. You getting excited about the Albany race? Why don't you get excited about being the the man behind the Albany? Right. And that is what, honestly, I can say after ten years of work in that field, that's what really motivated me to say, you know what, enough's enough. It's time for me to go out here. I can do this. You know, I'm going to make sure that I I treat my people the way that I always expected to be treated. I want to make sure people know their worth, and I built a great team. I built a wonderful team just alone on that, uh, just alone on that principle. Nice. So it's motivation, pain is a motivator, as I was told. And all the things I went through, all along, I was stressed, all of it amounted to me being in charge of my own company. Mm-hmm. Doing things. In a way, we're, we're successful for, we've been operating um, now for about five months. And we have, we have the same success rate as a three-year company right mm-hmm. now. And we're just off the ground. Nice. And that comes from our hard work, our ethic. I was always, uh, I was always impressed by a man that put his hands to the plow, as you used to say. Come on and now, get out there and, and, and get out there and make it happen. I'm yeah. one of them guys. I always been. Uh, I always had to make something happen somewhere, and this is a blessing because I want to bring, you know, not just you know my people, but everybody together and build something. You know, we we can we can all come together. We can. This is an experience that'll. Uh, that I'll never forget, and business is growing, so I'm, I'm thankful for that that push from those before me that worked just as hard, and he gave me that right example. Exactly, exactly, that's what's up. So the flip side of that, right, uh, you know, all it, anything worth having, you gotta work for, you gotta, you gotta have hustle, 
you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know one entrepreneur, one creative even, um, before their work even hits the floors of a gallery. I don't know anybody that is trying to share the love that they have for what they're doing with the general public that does not know the concept of hustle. You got to have it, right? And so with that, with hustle always comes challenges. The, you know, everybody knows that quote, uh, there without progress, you know, you know, the rest, um, what were some of the challenges that you did face getting out there, even amidst the motivation you had, you know, the, 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 uh, the ideal that man, okay, the hourly rate is great, but I want to be the man writing the contracts. I want to be the one presenting the bids, you know, when you are in that state and you are pretty pumped, but you're still going to have some challenges that you face. What were those like when you were trying to get out there, showcase, you know, the services to the world and how did you broker those challenges and turn them into opportunities to elevate, elevate the next step for, for kingdom, kingdom protective services. Right, that is a very that was a very stressful process. And one of the things, the biggest challenge, the number one challenge in dealing with a business like this is getting people to trust you. Yeah, that is the hardest thing that I've faced so far dealing with business. Because they see my resume, they see the credentials, they see the you know the background. They understand that okay, this guy knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. but he's a new business, and we want to go with somebody more established. And they were like, well, who, we've never heard of you. Uh, who are your references now? It's just, it, it, it's kind of a lot like when you get your first job. Right. And they have to give you a chance in order for you to prove that, okay, I really can do the work. And that's been our biggest, biggest challenge is getting people to trust us to do the work and do it efficiently. And once they get, once we get over that one hump of doing your first job and they, and they speak well of you, mm-hmm. it just goes up from that point because once you, you get that you get that uh, feedback and they say that you did a great job, hey, we you know, you guys did an amazing job and they put that out there and then other people latch on to that. Mm-hmm. So your biggest challenge is getting people in this business to trust that you can do the work and do it efficiently. Right. And you know, and that's what you have to that's your biggest that's my that was well for me, that was my biggest steps. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and that was a long one. That was a terrible process. <laughs> a lot of frustration, man. Long people were rude to me. And I'm going to be honest, and I'm, I'm just going to tell it like this. Oh, please do. That's the only way we... Listen, let me let me break for a second. That's the only way the blend know how to do it, okay? We're not going to sugarcoat right. anything because we need That's to right. know the real out here. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I, I got to say that. The color of my skin has been a big problem. Okay. Because when we deal with certain contracts and you deal with certain levels, there are people that have certain expectations. Or I, I even had people when I hired in the crew. Uh-huh. I had people in so many words tell me, "Well, I don't really like, uh, you know, the people you selected. They, you know, they are a little bit too urban to me. You know, <laughs> too urban. Now I'm looking. Yeah, that's what he told me. That's Man. Not being urban. Urban, if I know? hear that, if I hear that word being tossed around in descriptions and things like mm-hmm. that, it, too many more times, man, we gonna have to, we gonna have to have these, these, these folks write a bill about that word because it ain't nothing but a microaggression. Let's let's just keep it real. Depending exactly. on who's using it. <laughs> and they and they and they, you, you, know, you know, if you're from, you know, I'm from Country Town, so Country Wise, they say it's, it's, it's a, a polite way of being nice, nasty. 
saying something <laughs> in a polite way, but being rude as hell behind it. <laughs> right, right, right. We ain't crazy. So that was that was something that really, really, really was the second biggest issue we dealt with because okay. you know people decide you know when we 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 would do the services we're under contract and every time oh we don't have to pay them on time because they're <laughs> such and such Man. they do that a lot. Man. <laughs> and my temper, you know, I had to mature a lot because when it comes to dealing, I don't. I, I was raised a certain way. I don't let nobody disrespect me or you know mess up, especially not my people. Because right. these people work hard for them. And right. Whew, we had to deal with that so many times, but once we got past that, the name became so great out there. Now it's starting to. They still probably. There may be a few people that still have their indiscretions, but for the most part. Kingdom is on the move. Nice. <laughs> now, I'm watching. I'm watching y'all doing, you know, diverse, diverse events. And and here's the other thing. I mean, like, it, you'd be surprised who needs these services. To your point, you know, you have individuals that say, hey, I'm trying to walk from this building to this building. I need some protection. I mean, it spans, exactly. it spans beyond concerts, beyond having that bouncer at the door that we're used to seeing. You know, it, it expands beyond that. So just, um, if nothing else, I'm excited to have you all on the show because I want uh, this this upcoming generation or, or, or hell, you know, even somebody that's been thinking about, you know, doing this or maybe they, they've been looking for a service like Kingdom to know that it, it's a little bit more than just, you know, hiring somebody for your party or, or you know, your, uh, <laughs> right. your, your, your club presence. I mean, it goes Absolutely. beyond that in, in a level, a certain level of integrity comes into play when you are trying to choose the right uh, protective service. And I think they need to be calling kingdom. I'm just going to go and put it out there. No. <laughs> please listen y'all please call kingdom. we would love to work with you we, we, we're a hard working diligent company and our motto is protection with integrity absolutely. and that's what we stand behind absolutely so one piece one little nugget before we head out um i always ask and i'm asking this of every as you know um on prior podcast shows we talked about you know november december and i'm gonna even go so far as to say in the january you know these are the months where people be spending that money trying to get into you know different venues and and things like that do do certain things and i'm always quick to say man have y'all looked local and and we might not be in the city of Houston, but guess what? I know so many people in Houston that they trying to have holiday parties. They trying to do this, trying to do that. As soon as they call and ask me, do you know? Oh, yep, Kingdom. Here they number <laughs> right here. But it's all about oh, that yeah. networking. You know, I think that community networking is what we have to get back to. You talk about, yeah, you know, the Bible. Black Wall yeah. Streets and things like that. People laughed mm-hmm. at a certain, you know, people laughed at number 44 because of the old job he used to do was called community organizing. Guess what marketing mm-hmm. is? Guess what marketing in the community helped those Black Wall Streets do? And and this expands beyond, you know, black. I'm talking about our brown brothers and sisters, white brothers and sisters. I call them our allies, the ones that get it. Um, it, right. it talks, I mean, it speaks to communities. So I always want to ask of the owners, the entrepreneurs, the people out there making it happen like yourself and Jessica, the other owner of Kingdom Protective Services, to leave one nugget of advice. If you had to leave one nugget of advice, to our listeners who are trying to elevate and build like you all have successfully done, what would that be? Don't be afraid to be frustrated. Don't be afraid to fail. 
And yeah. definitely don't be afraid to cry because you're going to have a whole, <laughs> you're going to have a whole lot of issues sometimes when you step out there because the world in this business is super competitive. That means whether it's uh, security protective services, whether you have a cleaning service, whatever business you do, be prepared for the competition. Just make sure that you set yourself aside and above the competition by giving excellent service and being diligent in what you do. That's That would be my advice. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be definitely what I would recommend. <laughs> Absolutely. No matter what you're doing, do it, do it with excellence. Do it with excellence yeah. always. Well, yeah, listen, absolutely. we always appreciate dialogue and chopping it up with, with just like-minded people. You know, the purpose of the Blend Podcast is to reach all walks of life, all generations, um, you know, and I'm always an advocate for my people, but no less if we have allies that are listening to this show, they can also help elevate our people. So yes. at the end of the day, the goal is to make sure like minds come together, share the knowledge. So I really appreciate you all being here. Um, you all go check them out, uh, at kingdom protect kingdom protective services. I know we did a shout out at the beginning of the show, but I've got to ask, mm-hmm. how can we, um, make sure the listeners know how to connect with you and, and, you know, check you out, whether it's website, social media, how can they stay connected with you? Okay. For one, if anybody is interested, whether it is an opportunity to connect with us and get in touch, we're at www.kingdompro.svs.com. Uh, if you can check us out, kind of see what we're about, it gives you some insight on us. You can also reach us at Kingdom Protective 775 at gmail.com. And if you want to visually check us out and it's not enough for you, follow us at Kingdom Pro underscore HBS 2019 on Instagram and on Facebook. We will be we're welcoming everybody. Please contact us if you have any events, any services, bodyguard, power protection. You want to protect your dogs, you want to protect your cat. We're here for you. Just let Kingdom know what's going on. Kingdom will take care of you. We promise. Yeah, man. It's going down. I had to do it. I had to do it. Already. That one was for Pete. You know, he said in a prior episode, he said, man, I just want them to walk around with me for a few hours. Y'all do that? (laughs) Absolutely, man. We we do. Listen, we all of that. You'd be surprised what we are protecting people. You'd be really surprised. Nice, nice. Well, listen, we appreciate y'all. Uh, shout out to Kingdom Protective Services out of Houston, Texas, H-Town, for y'all to understand that part. Hit them up, check them out. We will, um, you know, definitely make sure we put the information on how you can stay connected with them in our uh, in our details for this particular episode. And we appreciate you all love, fam. <laughs>